Hey there, ACC fans. You see the two bald brothers getting ready to talk some balls, so you know what that means. We're talking recruiting, but not only are we talking recruiting, we have a very special episode where we are talking all things Under Armour All-American game. Brian Smith, you're the guy. We heard that you were at every practice, at every meeting, every minute. No, I'm just messing with you. You were all over the place at every practice and the game. So, we heard you got the inside scoop on it all. You ready to spill a little tea, as the kids would say? That's right. I'm ready. All righty. Well, let's get into it on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we get too deep into this thing, I have to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Now, Brian, the Under Armour All-American game, right? We know that there are, there are All-American games popping up every other day now, right? Every time you look up, you know, back in my day, it was two. If you wasn't good enough to make 102, if you wasn't good enough to make it to San Antonio or Orlando, you just wasn't going. That's it. That's all it was. But we've got to get into the Under Armour All-American game and and some of the players that you saw that got down and and specifically the guys that are committed to ACC schools. So we're going to start off with this. I'm going to throw you the softball, okay? Who are the highly rated guys that you saw, you watched them, and you they played? practiced everything they did was like hey he's a highly rated guy for a reason this team is getting one of them ones in this guy i would start with williams nowherney uh that kid is from saint or excuse me kansas city he's the one that kind of started it when the state of missouri mm-hmm. went with the if you stay in state you start getting paid september of your senior year that whole deal mm-hmm. he was that guy 6'5", 255 and walked out there looking as swelled as the guy that weighed a buck 85 and could run around and, and drop into coverage. Mm. Um, I'll take three. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he was ridiculous and relentless. Pass rusher, speed to power, power to speed. If he gets hurt, he doesn't go to the NFL. Otherwise, look. Then where is he committed to go? He's going to play at Mizzou. He's going to oh, play okay. at Mizzou. All but, right. like, right. he had an offer from every school in the country. I just want to say, like, I knew he was a top ten kid. Yeah. He might be, then except for Jeremiah Smith, who I'll you know, the kid going to Ohio State. I think those are the top two guys. Um, sure. Jeremiah's he's he's a dude, he's not an Under Armour, but he was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a kid that I'm just going to throw you a bone, Mr. Paler. Uh, he's a North Carolina kid, decided I, to go play at NC State. I know. But see, the fans gonna say that I paid you off again. No, see, no, last no, time no, you no. was here, they were saying you must have paid him to say that. Now, I, what's going uh, on now? Now, he might take me to dinner, but he didn't pay me anything. Here's the key: this was a loaded national class of receiver. I mean, just ridiculous. Jeremiah didn't even pick this game; he's going to the other one. Right. And there were still eight to ten kids there. I could, I could, I said to myself at receiver, I'm like, he might get paid. Paler was one of those guys doing the dances in practice because he was scoring on people. Mm. And the DB list was loaded. 
Ellis Robinson was there, Dale Crawford going off. It was loaded across the board, and Paylor stood out. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those kids. Uh, there's a certain young man named Concepcion where y'all at. He's going to get all the coverage next year for you know for good reason. Right. So this kid's going to come in if he if he learns a playbook. I'm telling you, he's kind of my sleeper pick. You know, he was at the Under Armour game to burst. He's going to be one on one. Okay. It's on him. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. And his, his film was nasty anyway, and he had a ton of offers. But seeing it with your own eye from 50 feet and in makes it pretty easy because he did it over and over and over again. Right. I love right. that ability to make plays. Don't don't laugh if he ends up being your punt returner like now. Like he's that guy. I, and I, they, I, you I can always use him. I, I wouldn't be bad at that at all. I wouldn't be bad at that at all. So tell me this much. In terms of guys who are committed to an ACC school in the trenches, right? You gave me one guy on the outside on the perimeter. Who's one of those guys that in the trenches, everybody said, hey, he's one of those guys. He's committed to an ACC school. And he showed you, hey, we're going to be playing some ball. It's going to get physical when I'm around. It's going to be, you know, you're going to have a tough time when I'm around. There's, there are two or three possibilities, but I'm a little biased because this kid is somebody I knew. Booker Pickett Jr. is going to Miami. Um, he played edge for most of his high school career. His first, his sophomore and junior year, had a combined like forty some sacks, and he's playing at Tampa, so you know he's good. Yeah. This past year, they moved him to linebacker part time, so he only had like eight to ten sacks. But in the Under Armour game, I asked him. He at practice, he said they're just telling me to go. I'm like, okay, we'll see what he does. So I didn't pay a ton of it. I'd seen him forty times. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't pay much attention to him in practice, just a little bit. And then in the game, he had two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss, forced fumble. You know, I'm like, and he just made people look dumb. He had a, a spin move for a sack where the guy just completely whiffed and he cut inside. Quarterback, had, you when you get that inside, yeah. it ain't going to end well for the quarterback. Yeah. You know, the Under Armour game itself, they they retweeted it. Like, he, you know, they only do a few of those. Mm-hmm. And he was like the fourth or fifth guy in the front seven in the rankings. Mm. Okay. As far as Miami's class. And I'm and you, like, okay. And you know what I find so interesting about that? Miami is a team that up front, they're always going to have the goods. Because you talk about what KC is. You talk about what KC is to Paler next year coming into NC State. But think about what Bain is to that defensive line. And and now you've got a guy like him coming in. And you're like, man, does Miami ever have to rebuild that defensive line? They just every year (laughs) reload. Reload. Hey, don't worry about it. You thought that we emptied every shell we got. Don't worry. We got two more in the chamber waiting on you because that those are are some guys that are are, you know, they're absolute menaces to society. I mean, they keep quarterbacks up at night. They are what offensive coordinators like to call nightmare fuel. Those are guys that you, you have got to account for. And with a team like Miami, we're always left asking the same question. Can they gel? Can they mesh? Can they get it together? Because the individuals, the individuals, oh. they got guys like the freak that you just talked about, and he's obviously committed there and going there and, and all that good stuff. So we'll see how that thing fares out for him. And now we hate to do this, but we got to do it, Brian. We got to do it. We got to talk about some guys that are coming on into the ACC that were a little underwhelming in the Under Armour game after we pay a couple of bills. Folks, I want to tell you something. And I want to be very clear about this. More and more states 
legalizing that sports bet. They they making sure that you get in where you fit in. And let me tell you something: there is no better place to get in on this thing than FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one. Not number two, not number three, not top five, the number one sports book in America. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. I never heard of nobody giving out free money just for showing up, but that's what FanDuel is doing. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like same-game parlays, or you can find bets in the Explore tab, or you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best place to find the popular parlays that everybody are getting in on. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official, the official partner of the NFL. Now, Brian, I hate doing this segment. I, I, I really I really don't want to, but we got to talk about it. Who are some of those players that you saw this week that you said, oh, hold on, hold on now. You, you, you kind of had a tough week there, brother. Who are some of the guys that you looked at that are committed to ACC schools that you're like, yeah, you know, we're going to need you to pick it up if you're going to be an impact player going forward. I'm going to say Ferguson, the DB, uh, he's, he's, he's both. He's going to Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. talented, long. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in today's world, like against a guy like Paler, if you make a half step wrong. If he's even, he's leaving. Yeah, I mean, like in these drills that they do, you got to keep in mind the quarterback is throwing into his receiver. He can step into it. He's not going to get hit. All of that. I think he's got a little ways to go, but I love the frame. I'm not going to like dog on the guy or anything yeah. like that because there's there's plenty of talent there. But I remember looking at him and like, okay, who is this guy on my sheet? I'm like, oh yeah, I remember watching him. And I'm like, he's a good player, but he's got a ways to go. And he look, the DBs and the receivers were going at it on both sides all week, and they just ran a ton of one on ones. There's nowhere to hide, yeah. so you get exposed a little more. I stayed away from the O line a little bit because D linemen usually eat them up in though because they don't want to get too physical. And it's more about speed, but the O line in general struggled in on both sides. It didn't matter what school they were going to, SEC, Big Ten. I could name about ten. Yeah. I'm going to be nice, um, but I would say Ferguson. Uh, otherwise, to be honest with you, I don't really think there's anybody I would just like throw under the bus. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other kids I'm really high on. Uh, one of them is the Gauze kid from Chaminade that I know. He's going mm-hmm. to Carolina. He's going to play right away. You're going to dislike him because you're an NC State guy, but he is a great kid. <laughs> he played at Chaminade, which is one of the best programs in the country. Right. And, and like, he's catch, run, block. Right. And, one at 215, you know, he's he's ready. He's and, ready. And he let me rate that high for whatever reason. I don't know. And and I, let me let me go back to Ferguson just for a second here, right? Not to not to pile on a, a UNC guy. You know, it, it brings great great dis- <laughs> sadness to my heart. But I I truly do I truly do think that there is a lot to what you were talking about there in terms of he's got a ways to go. And let me let me talk about that in terms of player development is extremely important even for these yeah. All-Americans. Even for these All-Americans, right? If you leave as the same player that you were 
at 17, 18, if you're leaving as that, you have de facto, you have de facto regressed. You've, you've, because guess what? Your freshman year, even if you the baddest thing smoking, guess what? People are going to figure out you're a human. There's something that you're bad at, right? You can be the baddest, baddest corner in the world. There's some route that you don't do well. There's some coverage. Oh, he always forgets the zone turn instead of man turn. Oh, he doesn't really out of, you know, if you hit him with a double move, he's going to bite every time. He's super aggressive. Oh, if he's playing the flat, all you got to do is is send a route, uh, send a route to the to a swing, and he's going to bite down on that thing so tough. The out is going to be wide open. There's something that you do that, you know, at 17 or 18, as you get older and you mature, you figure it out more. So I'm going to say something nice here about a Tar Heel, which means big guy upstairs. I hope you're hearing this. I hope this add on to my points, you know, for when I'm about to join. But in all seriousness, if he has the frame, if he has the, the skill and ability with everything that UNC has done in terms of completely rebuilding their defensive coaching staff, and granted, yeah. the way that they went about doing it the day after the portal closes was a little interesting, but that's neither here nor there. When you look at being in a situation where they're completely rebuilding that uh, defensive defensive coaching staff, when the play- problem was player development, you could be looking at a special player with him in a couple of years. Well, that's the key. Like, you're not going to get everybody coming in like Ellis Robinson's going to Georgia. He's about as technically sound as a corner as I've ever seen out of high school. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the exception of the rule. And he was at IMG the last two years. Right. That's not and normal I, high school coaching. I was about to say, IMG is not a high school. That is a, a that is a sports factory with a couple classes attached. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest yeah. with ourselves now. So you're absolutely right, and that's that's not the norm, you know. And I I say this for everybody, even especially guys who are not all Americans. You get a player, and it's basically like a certain type of clay, right? There are certain clays that are stronger than others. You can kind of work different grooves into it to make it look like what you want to look like better than some others. Some are a little bit more malleable. Some are a little bit tougher. But at the end of the day, it's up to the university to do the molding and building. So, you know, and during this segment where we're talking about players who struggle a little bit, we're not knocking anybody, you know. And also, as far as offensive line goes, I honestly think that's the hardest position to truly evaluate. I, I really do. I really all star games in particular because yeah. five guys are trying to play as one. It and like the, the team fire had a ton of talent. They got mauled up front. Yeah, yeah, and like that's, and those guys killed them. And and to me, I think that offensive line is not only hard to evaluate in that you know one off kind of um, kind of all star game situation. Even in normal game, you really rarely ever get to see how good is this kid as an individual because if you think about how a lot of these players get evaluated it's from what camps right how mm-hmm. often in the camp do you get to see a guard execute a proper platform block and full pads how how often yeah, it's not be never you just, because you know, they don't they don't want these guys hitting each other and causing exactly exactly how often do you get to see a tackle uh releasing on one of the uh, a tunnel screen or something like that you just don't. You can't have him hitting your DBs. Exactly. Exactly. You just don't see it. So it's tough to evaluate how a lot of these guys play. So again, we're not throwing anybody under the bus saying that these guys are terrible, horrible players. They're never going to be good. We're just saying they had a bad week. Okay. That's just the reality of what this thing is. And I'll tell you what, in terms of, are you going to the Army All American game as well? Are you? No, my body couldn't take it. 
Okay, I, hey, listen, I understand. I, like you said, me and you, me and you might get some dinner. We got some big backs on us, but we, we, you know, we ain't gonna do too much traveling now. At a certain point in time, you need to rest. You need to, you need to get your sleep in. But with that being said, you know, there is a lot to be said in terms of um, some of the some of the guys coming into the ACC out of the Army All American game that you know you look at and and you talk about in the same respect to some of these guys coming out of the Under Armour All American game in terms of like. He's a dude. He's a freak. He's somebody that we absolutely need to be on the lookout for. So let me ask you this. You said that there are a ton of guys that you like that you want to talk about. So let's get back into that. Let's talk about a couple more of those, and then we're going to land this thing. Tell me about a couple more guys that you saw that you would say either he's a freak of nature, he's just that talented, he's a, a technician at the fi- at the highest in his position, or he's a little bit of a combination of both that are coming to the ACC in the next few years or the next year, rather. I saw it, Brown. And mm. going to your, your, your Wolfpack, I, one of my buddies that does video, and I'd seen him several times before, but one of my buddies that did video, he's like, that's my favorite DB. And I said, why? And I, he goes, he's so physical. And he, Assad's a really big corner. He's a boundary corner long-term. Right. Uh, he's not going to play in the slot. But he's really string, strong, and he's got really long arms. He fits a lot of what NC State does. It was a good pick. He's going to fit right into their scheme because they, they tend to play aggressively yeah. and they like to play downhill, and he's not afraid to tackle. He'll be a guy that plays by his sophomore year. I think that's a pretty easy one. Uh, JoJo Trader, the receiver that's going to Miami. This is all you need to know. Rod Mack that runs the Miami Gardens youth program. They had Jeremiah and JoJo. I think, about half the kids going to Miami, Florida State, or whatever in this from the Under Armour game played in that youth program. Right. He said, This is just what Rod told me at the practice. You can take it for whatever you want. He played with Reggie Wayne. Mm-hmm. He said, Josiah has better hands. And I was like, And Josiah catches everything with one hand. He, he'll come across like this and catch the football with one hand, like a baseball. Oh, man. So, and they're going to put him in the slot and he's six foot. So, you know, he's, yeah, I mean, Miami, like you said, talent is never the issue. No, it's never. They got to, they got to formulate. (laughs) So they got to formulate, but like Jojo, I was standing over by Rod in three minutes, caught four passes with one hand, just goofing around with it. Yeah, you know, in in preparation for this episode, I was doing some looking into different teams' recruiting patterns historically and all that. And one thing that I found super interesting about Miami is even during the Randy Shannon years where people were like, oh, my God, the recruiting is terrible. They were only outside of the top 25, I want to say twice. Like, in in one of those years, they were 27. The other one, I want to say they were in the 40s or something like that. But that was it. Those were the only two times they were ever outside the top 25. Other than that, five. 10, 11, 6, 4. And it's like, oh, like we're going to expect some championships here. But you're absolutely, you know, you're absolutely right in terms of bringing in guys like that, that have been around, that, you know, they're coached by guys who've been around NFL guys and give out praise like that. I don't know if y'all know this. And Brian can probably vouch for this. Football and, and basketball have one thing in common. The old heads do not like giving these young boys credit. It is not often that you hear the old school guy say, this guy's better than these guys I played in the league with, or that these guys I was Oh, 100%. With. And he rare. knew Reggie. They played yeah. together. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It is It is so. rare. That is high, high praise. Miami, you're getting some good ones. You're getting some good ones. 
Y'all do right by them boys. Y'all do now. Come on now. Do something with them. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's all we ask now. You hear? We're about to land this thing in just a second. So, Brian, we're about to get you out of here because I know you're the hardest working man in the recruiting business, right? You're all over the place. You're up, you're down, you're left, you're right. You're in Florida, you're in Arizona, you're in Michigan, you're in Pittsburgh. Doesn't matter. If it's a game to be had, if it's ball players to be seen, you know, Brian Smith is going to turn over every stone to get it. So with that being said, I know that we're talking about the Under Armour All-American game. But talk to me about a player that you know is playing in another All-American game, committed to come to the ACC that you're looking at and you're like, hey, that's cool. You getting you getting do you getting the guy? Oh, which kid do you want to go with? Like the Miami kids, I would know best. But I mean, there's several of them. Miami's got like five guys mm-hmm. in that one. Uh, any of the kids from Florida? So, um, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you mm-hmm. this. Let me ask you this, okay? Because we've talked a lot about Miami. We talked a lot about Miami, and I know the Nose fans is going to be real upset. They're going to be real upset. I got one the, the Under Armour game. He's one of my favorite players in the country. I was just about to say, give me somebody from the Nose, because I know Florida is your main area recruiting. Give me somebody from the Nose before the folks tear my head off. Come on, help me out. Give me one. Give me one. This is a great story on many levels. Cam Davis is from Albany, Georgia, played at Doherty, national recruit since he was just after his freshman year. Committed to Florida State two years ago, signed with him. Played quarterback in high school, so they just didn't have one. Mm-hmm. He told me last night, rolled out in a pass, Throws it, and immediately he knew it was bad. Non-contact, rotator cuff. Mm. In the same season, I've never heard of this. He misses six games and comes back. In the Under Armour game, mm. he plays running back. Okay, he's not playing quarterback. And he was laying that guys out. Mm. His, his rotator got some kind of procedure, and he's already playing football again mm. in the same season. Ooh. I've never seen that in my life. Okay. And like he's two fifteen, put together, bringing a hammer. He gonna play next year for Florida State. Okay, all right. Well, there we go. There we go. You so folks, and I'm sorry if your school didn't get talked about. The reality is everybody don't get under armor all Americans. But I will say this. I will say this. We touched on it during the episode, and you know Brian Smith and I will talk about this plenty off air, and we've talked about it on there. It's about player development. If your school yeah, didn't get mentioned because you didn't get a ton of really good guys, don't trip. Think about it this way. In the last or one of the last ever um, ACC championships that was broken up by conference, right, or by division, who was playing in it? Wake Forest and Pitt. How many? Yeah, they didn't have any UA many, guys. That I was exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. If you are a fan of UVA, if you're a fan of Virginia Tech, if you're a fan of Boston College, although I know Virginia Tech had a receiver that was playing that everybody talked about. He was a very yeah, nose guard that was pretty good too. Yeah, so I know they, you know, I know some of these schools had guys who played. We just mm-hmm. didn't get to them. But there are, it does not matter if you don't have guys that we talked about today. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels good to hear NC State mentions twice. Not going to lie. But the reality is, at the end of the day, we're talking about an all-star game. These players still got to suit up, got to learn real playbooks, got to learn teamwork, got to learn, oh, I need to keep outside leverage, da 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 so on and so forth. They need to learn all the little things in terms of doing their position or being the best at their positions at the college level because that's just the reality. So, again, if you didn't get hear your team mentioned, listen, 
There are still programs on the rise all around the conference, okay? We still love Castellanos at Boston College. We still think that Key is the guy at Georgia Tech, and he's going to do some good things there. We still think that all of your teams have shots going forward. You know, we love Kyron Jones. We think he's special at all. We think plenty of teams. We love Fran Brown up there in Syracuse. We're just talking about the All-Americans today. Brian, tell the folks where they can find your work for me. At FB Scout underscore Florida on X formerly Twitter. Um, right now, I'm just trying to find out what's going on from minute to minute with this thing called the transfer portal because all the guys have pretty much been in. If you play in the January 1 Bowl, you get five extra days. Mm-hmm. So it's goofy. And so I know if some people are like, wait a minute, I thought it was over. There's so many loopholes with this crap that it, it's hard to keep up. So yeah. watch out for that Caden Salter kid wherever he ends up, the quarterback that came out of Liberty. He's, he's really good. He's going to change somebody's program. Okay, well, you heard it here first, folks. Watch out, because I'm going to tell you, it was some folks who were real mad to lose out on some sweepstakes. You know, Miami, we're looking at you again. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> we know we know that your guy went to the league, but it's all right. Caden is he's, he's available. He could be something special. Anywho, thank you all so very much for coming out. This is my main man, Brian Smith. This has been Locked on ACC. Till next time, folks. <laughs>